spreading the light of liberty and holding the line against the darkness of tyranny. Always Right Radio with Bob France and The Answer. And online at alwaysright.us. Alwaysright.us. Check it out. Lead stories of the day are there. And I think you'll also find uh, that uh, uh, some of the remarks that I just played for you from the Judiciary Committee hearing last week with Congressman Jim Jordan laying out what the reality of the Democrats' plans were, and that is to essentially win votes in the midterm elections because nothing they were proposing with respect to gun control uh, would do anything to make children safer, would do anything to have stopped what happened in Uvalde, Texas. Joining us now for more on that and more is Jim Jordan, our fourth congressional district representative and the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, which, of course, uh, votes on this legislation. Good morning, Congressman. How are you? I'm fine, Bob. How are you doing today? Doing all right. Uh, appreciate you coming on, as always. It was um, a yeah. really remarkable thing over the course of the last few days of last week, uh, listening to Joe Biden call for uh, a new, new assault weapons ban. Failing that, he said, raising the age to 21. He wanted red flag laws uh, to be in place. He somehow thinks these things are going to stop shootings in, in schools like Uvalde. But when his press secretary was asked about how we protect the kids when somebody does get a hold of yeah. a firearm that uh, uh, they shouldn't have and uh, go in and commit terrible acts like this, uh, what about hardening the schools? And the press secretary said he's not for that. He is opposed to the hardening of schools. Congressman, help me help me make sense of that. Well, there is no making sense of that, but you do see the Democrats' motives. Their motive here is to simply take the Second Amendment away from uh, your Second Amendment liberties away from law, law-abiding Americans. I mean, it's about getting your guns. I mean, this, this bill that we had, we, we, we debated it for, I don't know, eight, ten hours on, on uh, last Thursday, and the Democrats passed out a committee. Uh, it, it tells you what kind of gun you can get, when you can get a gun, and where and how you have to store it in your own darn home. I mean, a, a law-abiding American. So it's not about hardening schools increasing the security posture and presence at schools and making sure the learning environment is safe for students and teachers. It's not about that. It's about taking away your Second Amendment rights, plain and simple. And if you had any doubt about that, just look at what the Democrats said. Joe Biden said a week ago, I want to take away 9mm handguns, the most popular handgun that, that Americans use to, to protect themselves and their families and their property. He said he wants to take away that. Michael Moore said it's time to get rid of the Second Amendment. In that committee hearing last week, uh, Mondaire Jones says, if you don't do this stuff, we will get rid of the filibuster. We will expand the court. We will do whatever it takes to take away guns. That's what they want to do. And it was, I think, plain and uh, plain and simple for uh, uh, Americans to see last week. You know, uh, Congressman, there was one other Democrat, and I apologize that I cannot remember which one it was, who I think said something even more troubling, which was, don't give me all of that Constitution nonsense. Paraphrasing here. Don't tell me about the Constitution here. Uh, people are dying, literally saying we should put aside the Constitution as if that document is just a list of suggestions and not what literally has given us this republic, what literally has guided and protected and defended and, and allowed us to live freely uh, since yeah. the inception of this country. They are literally willing to and and now saying it out loud the hell with the constitution the people want us to do something and we want those people to vote for us so we're going to do something that's ultimately what it comes down to isn't it yeah uh and it it shouldn't surprise us i mean think about the last year and a half all the attacks we've seen on the first amendment i mean you know i always say that you know for for, for the longest time there were places all across this country where a full congregation was not allowed to meet on a sunday morning because of because of mandates from from left wing governors and mayors and, 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 and government, um, uh, you know your your attack on free speech rights, your attack on your right to go to your own darn capital. Nancy Pelosi kept it closed for a year. You could even go in to petition your member of Congress 
So these attacks on your First Amendment rights, your free speech rights under the First Amendment, it shouldn't surprise us that now they're coming after your Second Amendment uh, liberties as well. That's just what the left does. They, they, to them now, the left, they're the authoritarians, and it's all about do it their way or you're not allowed to talk. Do it their way or we're going to take your – I mean, it's just that's who they are. Uh, Congressman, I want to I want to talk about two very important words here, and this refers to the red flag laws. Um, and those two words are due process. Now we know that the left has has made it very very clear that they are not necessarily believers in due process. Again, a constitutional right afforded us by our, our founders. Um, they don't believe in due process. We know this because they impeached Donald Trump for the second time yeah. without due process. They literally did not allow the the president to uh, put up witnesses and put up testimony in his behalf. They just said, we don't like what you did. We're, we're, we're sending this to the Senate for a new trial. We all remember what happened after, uh, uh, after um, uh, January 6th. So now they're telling basically every every gun owner in America we can take your gun from you without due process if somebody says we think you're that they think you're a threat that they think you might be planning something it doesn't matter if it's true doesn't matter what your situation is we can take your guns make you hire a lawyer and go to court and put and, and put all kinds of your life on you know different aspects of your life on hold in order to go back and 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 regain yeah. the constitutional right that was just stripped of you because somebody who may not like you says they think that you're a threat, Congressman. They can't really be for this, can they? Well, that's what that's what they're talking. But you've described it exactly right, Bob. And I would just add one thing to it: when they have that hearing. Uh, where someone is alleged you're not you're not mentally fit to have a firearm. <clears throat> when they have that hearing, you're not allowed to be there, so you can't even be present at the hearing where they're getting ready to take away your constitutional liberty. So there's no way this this comports with the Fifth Amendment due process rights we're entitled to as law-abiding American citizens. So you're not allowed to be at the hearing. You're not allowed to confront your accuser. You don't even know who your accuser is initially. They just signed some. Just sign an affidavit and say, "Oh, this person is not fit to have a firearm." It could be someone trying to get back at you for who knows what reason. Right. That is a very dangerous place to go. But that is what they're talking about. And here's the worst part: you got Republican senators talking about putting together a package and uh, or, or, or financial incentives uh, incentives to states who implement this kind of law, this so-called red flag law. I, I hate this stuff because it is it is. It's it's so wrong, so such a violation of your Second Amendment liberties, and more importantly, such a violation of your due process Fifth Amendment liberties. That that is what is is, is so wrong about this. So I hope we can stop this, but they're going to put it on the floor of the House this week, and of course the Senate's talking about this uh, this concept as well. Yeah, and and it is reprehensible that anybody, any Republicans, anybody at all, but certainly the Republicans who are supposed to know better, uh, would get behind something like this. Let me pivot to 486, uh, Congressman Jordan. We're talking to Jim Jordan, uh, ranking member of, House, of the House Judiciary Committee. Um, 486, that's the new national average. Yep. It's a new record. We're yep. setting a new record basically every day. The Energy Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, said, yeah, get used to it. It's going to be this way pretty much uh, at least through the end of the year and maybe beyond that. But we're supposed to be excited about the fact that Joe Brandon is supposedly going to Saudi Arabia next month, hat in hand, to say, please pump more oil, please produce more oil, please share it with us, because he refuses to maximize uh, energy uh, production here in the United States, Congressman. Now, in their, their position, as you know, uh, as your listeners, though, makes absolutely no sense. It's one way or the other. Either you're for oil and gas or you're not. You can't say, oh, we're, we're for oil and gas in foreign countries, but we're not for it here in the United States, and we're going to go this whole green energy route, and we're going to talk about that. So it is, it is just ridiculous. 
And the idea that they didn't see all this coming, I mean, when you put in place the policies they did, get rid of the Keystone Pipeline, stop stop production in Anwar, uh, reduce the, the amount of leases on federal, when you do all that, you send a message to the world market, price has to go up. And then you couple that with all the other dumb things they've done, like increasing spending like crazy and paying people not to work. I mean, Janet Yellen last week said she's surprised at the inflation. I'm like, what? How can you be surprised? You, you spend like crazy, you pay people not to work, and, and, and you drive up the cost of energy. Any, anybody can figure out that's going to lead to record inflation, which is what we have. And, and driving so much of that is their ridiculous energy policies. So, yeah, this makes no sense, and the country understands it makes no sense. That's why Joe Biden's approval rating is in the, in, in the 30s, uh, and, and the wrong track numbers for our country have never been worse. Well, meantime, uh, let me ask you a question with no answer. And that is, what do we do? What does the average American do when it's four eighty six a gallon and going up? Expected to be a national average of over five dollars by the middle of this month, maybe six by the end of this summer. Uh, and of course, it's already six and seven in yeah. certain areas of the country. What do we do, Congressman? I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but I mean, we we have to find a way to survive this. And, and until November, yeah. and then even in November, I don't know if there's anything that you guys, if you were to regain the majority, can do about this. But the only person who can do anything about this refuses to, because I guess things are going according to plan. This is, what do you call it, an incredible no. transition away from fossil fuels, yeah. he said. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. This is this is intentional. This is deliberate. We've talked about this many times. What they're doing to energy, what they're doing to the price of goods and, uh, and services across the country, what they're doing to our border it's all intentional, and any anyone with common sense can, can figure that out. Uh, what we do is you show up and vote, which Americans are going to do, and then if they put Republicans in, we have to fight this every step of the way. Um, I do think it's also interesting. President Trump called this. He said this months ago. He goes, you wait. We're going to see 6 and $7 gas. And unfortunately, it looks like he's going to be right. Um, that, that, is, that is what the left has, has given our, our great country. And it is is so wrong. It's so frustrating. It's so harmful to families. But um, that's that's just today's left. So yeah, the way where how Americans speak out against this and, and, and turn it around is is they show up on election day and send a message to uh, to the to the left that this is uh, this is ridiculous. In the meantime, they have to try to survive, check to check, paycheck to paycheck, week to week, month to month. They've got to find a way to survive and spread their budget even thinner. Something that the federal government, yep. of course, never has the obligation of doing. They can continue yeah, no to spend kidding. again and again and again. Um, and, and, it, go ahead. Bob, and I would just say this: here's here's the thing that bugs me so much is it, this these ridiculous policies, these intentional policies never seem to harm the, quote, elites who live in D.C. and Philadelphia and New York and San Francisco, you know, the people who think they're so much smarter than us. Than us. And we've talked about this before, but, the, 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 you know, they think they're so much smarter than us folks here in flyover country, us, us, us Midwestern hillbilly kind of folks and their attitude. And that's the part that, that really just adds insult to injury, is the arrogance that these people have for people in Ohio who make things, move things, and grow things. Out here in Ohio, we build things. We're in manufacturing, construction, agriculture, where we grow things. And then the trucking industry across this great state, it's like you got to move goods. That's, that's how it happens. And when you put in these stupid policies, it drives up the cost of everything and disproportionately hurts folks like the good people in our great state who are in the business of making things, moving things, and growing things. 
Well, since you're talking about raising the prices of things, all things, and you're exactly right about that, Biden, according to this report, has privately grumbled, quoting Breitbart, to uh, to top White House officials over the administration's handling of inflation, expressing frustration over the past several months that aides were not doing enough to confront the problem directly. So it's kind of interesting. Publicly, he and everyone who represents the White House says, this is Putin's price hike we're all dealing with. But privately, he is, he is basically acknowledging that his administration is failing and it's frustrating him that they don't have the answers i thought when he ran for president he said he had the answers but apparently the buck stops down the hall in the aides offices or cubicles because they're the ones that he's angry about for not solving bidenflation yeah and and uh the uh and that we were going to have calm and we're going to get back to quote normal and all the all the other bs they tried to sell the american people that uh we knew was not going to be uh what, what would happen in a biden administration yeah i mean Look, it just it just shows how how out of touch these folks are, and I think more importantly shows how they're intentionally doing this. They 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 are literally intentionally doing this to the country, which is the hard part for us all to grasp. Because you would never think that you would have a commander in chief, a president of the United States, who would be doing things that intentionally make life tougher for working class, middle class families across this great country. But that's exactly what uh, this administration is doing. No question about it. Last thing for you, Congressman. This is just a very frustrating thing to me. First of all, this is uh, National Indoctrination Month. Some people call it uh, um, Grooming Month. Other people call it Pride Month. But what I call it is uh, dangerous, particularly as it pertains to kids. And now the Biden administration, according to multiple reports, is ready to withhold federal funding to schools that do not allow boys and girls showers locker rooms bathrooms etc now you know as well as i do that obviously those school lunch and breakfast programs and even after school uh, meal programs are for the most impoverished kids the kids who need it who, who wouldn't be getting good nourishment at home if it weren't for these he's willing to let poor kids starve if schools aren't woke enough to allow little boys to go in and traumatize little girls in their in their private spaces yeah no this is this just shows you how radical the left is and what they will do to uh, further their their crazy radical agenda and I think what it what it what it really shows is how much you're going to see moms and dads across this country demand school choices we, I, I've said this I've said this on TV interviews um, I don't think I don't think voters should vote for any person running for any office unless they support school choice unless they support moms and dads deciding what's what's best for their kids where they're going to get the best education it don't, I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. Do not vote for them unless they support school choice and unless they support this fundamental concept that parents know what's best for their kids. Parents know better than government what's best for their kids. So I, I think I think this is just one more crazy thing. And you're seeing some pushback. I saw at least in in the uh, in in Florida, you saw the. Uh, um, some of the baseball players for Tampa Bay said they weren't going to wear this this logo. They, they, yeah. And they, they spoke out. And you're seeing Ron DeSantis saying, we're not going to give you a bunch of tax money if you're going to continue to push this, this radical, you know, get involved in politics and in the, in the sports world. So I think you're seeing some pushback, and you're certainly going to see it from moms and dads as we go forward. Yeah, no question about it. And I'm so glad there were just five players, but I'm glad there were some who stood up for their own faith, and they said, we're not going to be wearing this rainbow version of our, our logos uh, because it is not something that we believe in because of our faith. I'm glad they had the courage to do that. Not enough people do. And that's because they've risked being canceled. And that's that's the danger of this entire thing, of having this Pride Month, that if you aren't marching in a parade with somebody, you are going to be perceived as being bigoted or some kind of phobic or another, and that you are going to have to pay the price for that. And that's what makes it so dangerous. Uh, 
Uh, I said last thing, but I am going to ask you about June 6th, because I spent about 15 minutes unprompted this morning. I just introduced the show and yep. mentioned that it was June 6th, and of course, had D-Day. to talk about yep. D-Day. Everybody has thoughts about it. Just I wanted to maybe a minute or two on uh, your thoughts on what this day means. Well, I mean, this, this was, I mean, the greatest generation, and that day, I think, just shows what this generation was willing to do for for freedom, for our country. And I, I say all, all the time that the United States military has always stood for freedom, and not just for Americans, but for countless number of people around this planet. They have stood for freedom, and they've been willing to pay the ultimate sacrifice to advance freedom and to advance liberty. And this is a day that... uh you know, what they did on that beach, I mean, on those beaches, um, y- you know, it's, it's, it's truly amazing. And, uh, what is it now? 78, 70, 78 years, I guess. Wow. Um, since, uh, since that, that, that day, which was, uh, you know, obviously huge when it came to what happened in Europe and, and ultimately, uh, ending the evils of, of Nazi Germany. Yeah, and we have precious few left uh, from that great generation, and even yep. fewer who huh. were, even fewer who were dispatched to uh, that, those beaches on that day to save the world. They literally saved the yeah. world, and uh, uh, yeah. we we need to we need to pay them all of the respect we can while they are here could to just, hear it. Just one, you made me think of something. Real, I met it. It wasn't D Day, but it was, it was a, a tail gunner. This is a few. This is three. I think three years ago, I was speaking at a little little church on uh, on July Fourth weekend. And this guy was, I think at the time, 93, still in great health, and was, was just a little, and most of those tail gunner guys were, were small guys, but boy, the, just the, the, the attitude he had, the love he had for this country, you know, think about those guys in that little, that little tail gunner's nest, or whatever they called it, mm-hmm. fighting out of these, fighting the bad guys. I mean, that was an amazing group of people, amazing generation of people, I should say, um, who did so much for our great country. Amen to that. Thank you. I knew you'd have something uh, you, you wanted to share with that because we all should. Congressman Jordan, thank you so much for the work you do. We appreciate you it. We'll talk to you thank next you. Week. All right. There's Jim Jordan on AM 1420. The answer It's 954. We'll get a time out here. We'll come back. See if we can get a call or two in before the top of the hour. 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. This is Always Right Radio on AM 1420. The answer. It Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.